Welcome to your upfront moment. We're building a confidence revolution. Hi friends, I'm Lauren Curry, the founder of Upfront. We're an organisation on a mission to change confidence for 1 million women and non-binary people by 2023. And we do this in three ways. We transform your relationship and habits around confidence, power and visibility through our six-week online course. Each cohort is called a bond. Bond is the collective noun for a group of women and over a thousand women have graduated from a bond from over 20 different countries. We build community, real, genuine, human community, where women learn how to stand up for themselves and each other. We hold each other to account. We celebrate each other and learn together. Our community is Global Bond. We create content that will inspire, challenge and motivate you to be upfront. We are here to change confidence, not women. Upfront Moment is designed to kick your week off with confidence, self-compassion and agency. This week we're talking about positivity because I believe that finding positivity in hard circumstances is a skill that we can all learn and I believe that positivity and power are inherently linked. I see positivity as part of my job. I see it as my service to others. As your leader up front, I see it as my responsibility. And I think if you are a designer, an entrepreneur, a parent, anyone who is creating new things in the world, it's your job to make change easy for ordinary yet extraordinary people. Our job is to connect with people in a way that leaves them better than we found them. And after a lot of consideration and conversation about what I mean when I talk about positivity in that context, I've landed on a definition. And the definition is positivity holds hands with our anger and our frustration and gives us more power to take action. That's what positivity means for me. It's the bridge between my frustration and my anger. It's the thing that makes me take action. I already have a very strong bias towards action because I am a designer, because it's it's part of my personality and how I problem solve. And I think this idea is a big part of where it comes from. Now, of course, before we go any further, I want to shine my big, beautiful upfront spotlight on the idea of toxic positivity and call it out for being harmful because it is. Toxic positivity encourages people to ignore difficult emotions. And although positive thinking offers lots of benefits, nobody can think positively all the time. That idea is ridiculous. And toxic positivity is almost an obsession with this idea of positive thinking. It's the belief that everybody should put a positive spin on all experiences, no matter how tragic they are. 
So you will never hear me say to you or anyone in this community, it could be worse or but look on the bright side or be thankful for what you have. I do not advocate a good vibes only approach to life. Being human, emotions, living on this earth is very hard and very complicated. So with that in mind, I want to talk to you about how I move from frustration to positivity. Now, of course, this is my story. This is my story as a white woman, a cis woman. Your story might be different, and it most certainly will be different if you are Black, Brown, Asian, or from an ethnic minority background. As you listen to each of these points, I want you to search for the insight or the intention that can be applied to your life and your circumstances. The first of the three points is use your power. And you know by now this is something that we talk about a lot up front, is how we can recognise the power we have, cultivate it, share it, use it. Now this means that on days when you feel strong, you can use your power and privilege for good. You can try to persuade and win people over, whilst remembering that there are millions of women in the world who don't have an iPhone, who don't have a Twitter account, in many cases have no voice, and they are unheard. So the first piece is about recognising the power you have and using it. The second is about learning in the richest way that you can. And that's about being aware of where your sources of knowledge and information and inspiration are coming from. We can't talk about diversity without being diverse in what we read, what we write, what we publish, what we acknowledge. And we've got a link to share of some brilliant books written by Black authors, because the truth is you're not well read if you only read books written by white people. And reading and expanding our knowledge, challenging our worldview is a huge part in how I move from frustration to positivity, because with that knowledge comes even more power. The third is be visible. You know by now part of my mission is to move us away from this cringeworthy, nauseous, avoid-at-all-costs, relationship that many of us have particularly women with the idea of being visible with championing ourselves and our work I try really hard to work and learn in the open I've interviewed a whole bunch of very different women on visibility and I hope that those interviews will spark ideas and stories for you and how you might find a way of being visible that feels good for you Let's break it down even further and think about anger to positivity. So I aspire and follow, try to follow Swiss Miss. So Swiss Miss is a designer called Tina Ross Eisenberg. You might know her for founding Creative Mornings. She's based in New York. And she talks about her rule of only complaining three times before she has to go and try something that might make it better. And those of you who know the upfront origin story, will know that that's how Upfront came to be because I had definitely used up my quota of complaining, of going to conferences and seeing the same white dudes give the same below average presentation. Often the best way to complain is to make things. 
So when you're not sure what to do in times of a crisis and you're overcome by anger, which let's be honest, is often these days, right now, we have lots of things to be angry about. In those times of anger and frustration, I encourage you to take action. Create the event you want to go to. Write the speech you want to hear. Write the blog you wish someone else could write. Compose the tweet that would get you to wake up and do something rather than keep scrolling through your phone. If you want to get better, to feel more positive for more people, then take action. Do something. Now, it's really easy for me to be here in front of you and claim we all need to do more. Everybody should do something. But the truth is that reality is far more nuanced and complex than that, because we both know that sometimes doing something can be harmful, particularly when it comes to deep systemic injustices like racism. Because if you're a white person, it's vital to notice that impulse that you get to do something, to take action, to get on this problem quickly is not always helpful. Yes, we need all of society to do something to change racist systems. But if we look at feminist, anti-racist, social justice, history, leaders, all of that work has taught us that the people who are most affected by an issue need to be the centre in the movements for change. So in the case of anti-racism, this means amplifying black leaders, taking their lead, listening to what they want and need and playing a supportive role. So I'm going to share with you three of my favourite examples of women who have turned their anger and frustration into something positive that is now bigger than themselves. And the first one is our very own Cara Cooper. Cara joined our six-week bond course in summer 2020, feeling lost after becoming a mother, being on maternity leave, family illness, and other very real challenges. She was and still is furious. Through writing, community, and hard work, she has built a bridge towards positivity, and her bridge is writing. She says... I'm cooking dinner whilst I listen to an incredible sociologist talk about motherhood as a social model. Whilst I'm doing this, I'm thinking to myself that I am so energised and so excited to have this information. And I'm wondering what I can do with it and how it's going to influence my approach to whatever it is that I'm doing. And among these thoughts, I hear myself say, this is the hill that I'm prepared to die on. Cara now publishes a newsletter Every two weeks, it is a space that shines a light on the less shiny, aspirational bits of motherhood, the stuff that we really need to give a voice to. The next example is Stacey Abrams. Stacey is a political leader. She's a voting rights activist, a best-selling author. She was the Democratic nominee for the governor of Georgia, winning more votes than any other Democrat in the state's history but she lost. She lost the governor's race, but she refused to concede at first. She went quiet, disappeared for like 10 days, and then she started to plot. She assessed her options. She got critiqued from the media, but for not running for Senate. 
Then she got critiqued for saying she wanted to be vice president. Then she set up an organisation called Fair Fight to change voter oppression. She took her anger, her frustration, her disappointment and created something bigger than her to tackle the root of the problem that she had witnessed. She said, okay, that didn't work out, so we we're taught to go lateral or go down. I say, hell no, I'm going to go up. Governor didn't work out, so I'm setting my sights on vice presidency. Our last example is Jack Monroe, who is a campaigner, social activist. Ten years ago, Jack Monroe had to turn to a food bank to feed herself and her son. And she knows what it's like to have just £10 a week for food. Let's imagine for just one moment the amount of pain and anger and frustration that she had to live with every day that hundreds and thousands of people, particularly in the UK right now, are living with every day. And today she calls herself the nation's home economics teacher because she's on a mission to help people struggling to eat on a very tight budget. She recently launched her very own price index. She has teamed up and partnered with incredibly powerful people in the food industry to document the disappearance of the budget lines in supermarkets and the insidiously creeping prices of the most basic versions of essential items in our local supermarket. This has resulted in Asda, one of the biggest supermarkets in the UK, dropping their prices. With these three stories in mind, Cara, Stacey, and Jack, I want you to think about your upfront challenge for the week is how are you going to create a bridge between your frustration and your anger towards the positivity? Thank you for listening, friend. Let me know how you go with your upfront challenge. And tag us at Upfront Global, tag me at Lauren Curry, and let me know what you took away from this moment. And of course, please let me know if there's any topic you'd like me to cover next. Don't forget to sign up to our weekly newsletter. Every Tuesday, we send over 4,000 people all over the world links, insight and inspiration that will leave you feeling ready to take action. Becoming part of the Upfront Bond has been so worth it for me. I earn more now. I had never asked for a pay rise before, but I learned how and why I should do it. I'm a more confident leader at work. I speak up. I say what I think. My colleagues have all noticed, and they're glad. And I actively seek opportunities to lift up other women at work. I'm a more confident mum now as well. I'm better at identifying what I do well and giving myself the credit that I deserve. I think every woman should try and take part in the Upfront Bond. I'm excited to let you know about Upfront's brand new masterclass, three ways to activate confidence in you and your community. It's happening on May 11th and it's completely free. Our last masterclass, over a thousand of you showed up and the energy was electric. I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. You can get your free ticket at weareupfront.com. Let's build a world where confidence in women is rewarded. I'll be joined by two very special guests. Our Upfront Strategy Director, Najla Dales, will be talking about intergenerational confidence. Daniela Jackson, who's a Senior Business Analyst and a Bond 5 graduate, 
we'll be talking about leadership. Let's activate confidence in you and your community. I'll see you on May 11th at our free masterclass. Get your ticket on our website, weareupfront.com. Bye friends, I'll see you on Monday for your next Upfront Moment.